back with us, John Morris Show, on this Monday afternoon. We appreciate you being with us. John Morris, Stephen Simcox, and joined from Eugene, Oregon, the great uh, Northwest by Baylor track and field coach Todd Harbor. Coach, uh, appreciate you being on with us. How you doing today? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me. You bet. And it's got to be, we said uh, we'd check on weather out there. It's got to be cooler there than it is here in Central Texas. I'm guessing so. I've heard reports that you guys are getting pretty warm back there, but no, I think it's in the low 60s today. Oh, okay. and we actually drove over to Florence, so you don't you don't want to hear where I'm at right now. Oh. I drove over to the coast and <laughs> with Cindy. We're sitting here by the water, just look, look, overlooking the water. It's, it's pretty nice. It oh, my stopped. gosh, yeah. Yeah, All right. it was raining this morning, but it was, it's nice now. I bet it's beautiful where you are right now. It is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. looking at the, the water, the bay, and yeah. the mountains, it's, pre- it's pretty. All right. Take uh, take a picture, if you don't mind. Send it to me. I just want to see <laughs> what, what you and Cindy are looking at right now. And sorry to interrupt that time. <laughs> that's, no, no, that's okay. She's she's doing a little shopping. It's a little, oh, there you go. It's a little downtown. Yeah, so she's okay. She's, she's good. Very good. We'll uh, let people know why you're out there. It's not just a vacation. It's a working, uh, working trip for you. You uh, were there with the Baylor team for the NCAA Outdoor Championships. Now still there with the Olympic trials starting later this week on Friday. Uh, first off, I, I watched uh, some of the coverage uh, on Saturday, and I was blown away by Hayward Field. I, I knew they had renovated it, but I haven't seen it until I watched that. That place is unbelievable. Yeah, there's no place like it in the country right now for track and field. It's just uh, $250 million, I believe, is what they spent on it. It's an incredible facility, and it's uh it's really it's really special and uh you know it's 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 kind of mixed mixed emotions when you've been to the old Hayward Field and you have all the memories there I ran my first trials there in 1980 first NCAAs in 1978 and just all the great memories that you had I remember watching Henry Rono set world records at the NCAA meet and it's just that was an incredible iconic place one of the like you know Wrigley Field or or Fenway Park it's just it was just kind of hard to imagine Tearing, the, tearing it down and doing it, but uh, this place they built is pretty special. It's pretty. They did a great job on it. You know, what I was thinking was it reminds me of one of the huge track stadiums in uh, in Europe, you know, how they build those, and they're almost specifically for track and field. It, it looks like that, really a shrine to the sport. It, it is. I mean, it's, to me, it's got a little bit of Europe, but also some of uh, – I've been in stadiums in the Caribbean where – and they built the stadiums with the multicolor seats, mm-hmm. and this is very bright, and uh, you know it's got the overhang around it, so you can get out of the rain, which happens quite often up here at meets, and or the sun. So it's really nice for the fans to have a little protection. But uh, it's going to be incredible when they host the World Championship here next year. To be it'll be a great, great venue, assuming that everybody's allowed to come in, because they're only going to have a partial crowds here this for the trials yeah uh, jerry hill and i were talking about it this morning and there's one at one end of the uh of the track stadium there's like a tower there and i was watching and i never heard an explanation or never saw what it was but jerry said those are offices is that right yeah yeah i actually was giving robert johnson the head coach there a little <laughs> hard time about you know they needed to make him a little higher because i didn't think they <laughs> but yeah his, his offices is on the top floor and then the assistants go down below and it's just it's it's impressive. I didn't get to go in and see those, but I heard they were they were amazing. David Hodge was up here. Gil sponsors all of the 
NCAA. So David was up here, and I, I, David got the grand tour of it all, and he said it was pretty pretty crazy. Wow, that's spectacular. Did they uh, did they leave any remnants of the old Hayward Field? I mean, do you see any signs of that stadium? You know, there was so much history made there. Uh, they did. To, to my knowledge, they didn't. I mean, okay. you still have the statue of Bowerman by right by the offices, but I don't. I don't think they did, John. At one point they talked about it, but then I think they just decided, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna build this brand new one." And so I you, I couldn't see any, but there there may be something that's, that's hidden that I just didn't see. I got you. Two hundred fifty million dollars goes uh, goes a long way in Eugene, Oregon, doesn't it? Yeah, especially when you have some money coming from the right people. So it's uh, yeah, it's definitely a facility. All right, let's talk about on the track. Uh, your women finish uh, in twenty fourth place, twelve and a half points. Baylor's first top twenty five finish since two thousand and fourteen. Had some really good performances on your women's side. Yeah, we did. It was uh, really an up and down weekend for us, John. We'd hope to finish you know in the top ten again, like we did indoors and. Just didn't happen. We just, uh, you know, just didn't hit on all cylinders and can't quite figure out why we've not been able to do that outdoors when we had some great indoor finishes. And and so just uh, very proud of the women's 4 by one They were way back coming in and had to drop a pretty good time, pretty pretty good season best to get into the finals. And running out of lane one is always a challenge, but uh, they did a great job, battled, and, you know, picked up an All-American honor. But, again, they came from way back. And, they're all, they're, they'll all be back next year. There's three of the four freshmen, so those guys will, will be back in force next year, and I think we'll, be, we'll have a really incredible relay. Akira was amazing, you know, for her to run on the 4 by one We pulled her off in the finals just to kind of give her a little more rest because she had the 100 hurdles, and then you have to literally turn around and run the 100 right after the next race. So she had about 10 minutes rest, so pretty tough. She wasn't happy. She was, she was still set uh, had a, a scowl on her face leaving on Sunday morning, but uh, she wanted to win that thing like she did indoors. So she's a competitor, so she'll be back. She's getting ready to go to the Jamaican trials and have a great shot at making their team for the Olympics. But uh, she had a great weekend and, uh, you know, even finishing third after winning it indoors, I, we were really, really proud of her. And women's 4 by 4 just missed it, you know, just, just missed getting in. Uh, they ran okay not great we we just didn't have it It was cool that day and we just nobody put down a big time and and then of course Tuesday was a big highlight just watching her jump and you know she's she's had some ups and downs this whole season with COVID and all and but she battled and had some adverse conditions into the win and uh just was able to still you know just barely miss getting second and uh you know the girl that won it from LSU jumped pretty well but Tuesday jumped well and we're really proud of her for battling like she did, you know, improved upon her indoor finish. And then, of course, the biggest the biggest one was Aaliyah. And, you know, bless her heart, she's had an incredible year, incredible bounce-back season, and, and just that was a disappointment in the eight. You know, there's no two ways about it. She she just uh, got a, had a little bit of a lapse in confidence, and I didn't see it as a coach. I really didn't. Never has she doubted anything. Of, we tell her, hey, let's go run this. Let's do this. How we're going to run it, tack it get out and race from the front like she's done all year. I just didn't see the little bit of a sink in her armor. And, boy, she got into that race and sat back and let the race come to her. And there's no more tactical race than an 800 prelim. And if you make a mistake in it and you're not where you need to be, uh, it gets magnified. And so for an NCAA champion that I think was favored to win it, did not make the finals, you see it happen every year. It happens almost in – 
all kinds of different events, but it was unfortunate that it happened to Leah with the season she's had. It just took away. She's got to bounce back and get ready for the trials, but that was a tough one. You know, for for her, for us, for everybody that's been following her and supporting her, it was just tough because, uh, you know, she, she was ready to run fast. She really was, and so I think she still is. But, but anyway, I think that was about the lady side. And the men, we just didn't have many bullets to fire coming up with Cam and Trey were the two open op- opportunities that we had. And both of those guys ran well, just not, not fast enough to get into the finals. I mean, these, these times up here were incredible this weekend some of the top times in the world. And then our 4 by 4 we got in. But, again, we drew lane one. And, boy, if you don't get that leadoff out there in lane one, it really it gets magnified. We just never got in the race. We were back and had to run from the back to behind. And just uh, that's, that's kind of how that one played out. So that was, that was definitely disappointing, too. Those guys wanted to run better. Todd Harbor, our guest, Baylor track and field coach. So, uh, so now the attention turns to the Olympic trials that begin this Friday. Who, who do we have? Who does Baylor have that uh, is still there with you and is qualified for the Olympic trials? Well, it's kind of a mixed, mixed, John, because we've got some that have already qualified and declared. We got a couple that are sitting on the bubble. Uh, coach Ford and Trey are supposed to fly back up Wednesday, so that's why I just stayed here. They're coming back Wednesday. Coach Hart's coming up with Will. Coach Weathorn, Coach London are coming back on Wednesday. That quarter starts on Friday. Trey, we think, is going to get in. He's sitting right on the edge right now, so we'll know tomorrow. And then uh, Tuesday, Tidwell, again, she's hasn't hit the Olympic trial standard, but she's in the top 24, so top 20 actually, as is Alex Madlock. So we think both of those two plus Trey are going to get in. Aaliyah made the the standard already so she's already declared and already accepted so she runs at the back end of it Tuesday jumps at the back end of the trials trials go for about 10 days so again we're going to be up here for a while but but then we've got a whole lot of our exes out there that are still competing and it will be up here so it'll be nice to see a lot of them Coach, I know you're enjoying some time by the water right now, but uh, do you ever get a break? I mean, it feels like track is <laughs> running early in the fall, and now you're you know you're still going here late in the or I guess early in the summer, but late into June and, and early July. Well, some years you really don't. You know, I remember competing as an athlete. I would go straight from the NCAA meet to Europe, and and then straight back into cross country season in August, running Europe all summer. And that's the life. Like Coach Ford, you know, he'll travel to Europe, and Coach Ben's getting ready to head down to Jamaica. So they, they stay pretty busy in the summertime. You know, me, this year, once the trials is over, I'm done. I'll be finished in July, and uh, I'm probably going to take a little vacation. And and uh, so it won't be – it's not going to be a crazy summer for me. But, you know, if you're, when you're coaching cross-country, as I was in the past, yeah, you go straight back into cross in August. And so it's not much – it's not much not much of a break at all, not much off-season. And same thing for our some of our athletes, you know, that start back up pretty quick. All right, well, enjoy a little time. Uh, this is a mini vacation for you this afternoon, you and Cindy out there <laughs> yeah. on the coast. We, we're just enjoying it. We head back head back in a couple hours and, and uh, get, we're just waiting for those guys to get up here on Wednesday and we'll start the trials on Friday. And hopefully we can have some good performances so finish up this season strong. Look forward to it. Hey, I appreciate your time. Tell Cindy hello, and thanks for being on with us today. All right, John, I'll shoot you a picture.